And a very pleasant good morning as always. Good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at Lone Depot Park in Miami, the Marlins were trying to salvage a game in their three-game weekend series against the Atlanta Braves, and they had the right man on the mound to do it. Sandy Alcantara went opposite of Ian Anderson. The Marlins checked in 17-22. and The Braves were 19-21, and and the Marlins desperately needed themselves a victory. Well, a desperate Marlins ball club in desperate need of a win this afternoon is fueled by Sandy Alcantara's fourth career complete game. It was sensational. He had to throw a career-high 115 pitches, but when it was all said and done this afternoon, this was Sandy Alcantara's game to win. It was his game to lose, and Sandy Alcantara posted for the Marlins today. He beats Ian Anderson, and the Miami Marlins salvage a game in this three-game weekend set against the Atlanta Braves. They beat them 4-3 to three this afternoon. Alcantara went toe-to-toe against Ian Anderson today. Both pitchers checked in with three wins and two losses. Ian Anderson came into the afternoon with a 2.75 ERA. Sandy Alcantara, a 2.49 ERA, and that has dropped down to 2.11 after he allowed three runs but not a single one earned this afternoon. Highlights from this ball game this afternoon in Miami's 4-3 victory on Sunday Funday in front of nearly 18,000 strong at Lone Depot Park. Terrific crowd today. First inning, Jazz Chisholm Jr. walked to lead off the bottom of the first inning. That was followed by a Jesus Aguilar double. They were at second and third with nobody out in the first inning. An opportunity for the Marlins to score for the first time this afternoon with Garrett Cooper at the plate. Anderson out of the stretch, comes set. Here's the two-strike pitch. Cooper hits it on a line left field. It's going to get a run home. Ozuna backs up to make the catch. A productive at-bat for Garrett Cooper. Jazz Chisholm glides home. And Miami has a 1-0 lead here in the first. Unfortunately, we would not see much more of Jazz Chisholm Jr. this afternoon. He got spiked by Ozzie Albies on the left knee in last night's ball game, late trying to steal a bag came into this afternoon's game we had a roster move pregame Joe Dunant came up Daniel Castano was optioned back that was a little insurance for both Chisholm and Miguel Rojas Rojas is dealing with a bit of a tight left calf for the last couple of weeks so Miami needed another bench player this afternoon come to find out Jazz Chisholm left this ball game after three innings with a strained left hamstring. It's tight. It's a little bit tight. We'll see how that ends up for Jazz, but he's a bit banged up, and Donnie had to press Joe Dunan into action. More on Dunan in just a couple of minutes. Miami carried their one nothing lead into the top of the fifth. Sandy Alcantara was cruising this afternoon. I mean, he was just sensational. He was perfect for the first three innings. He worked around a leadoff double by Ronald Acuna in the fourth, and then he started to get into a little bit trouble in the fifth, but really not his own doing. The leadoff man was Ozzie Albies, who hit a deep fly ball to left center field, tracked down by Jesus Sanchez, but he dropped the ball. It was a three-base error by Jesus Sanchez. Ozzie Albies was at third base with nobody out in the fifth inning. Sandy Alcantara struck out Austin Riley for the first out of the inning, and then Dansby Swanson had a chance to tie the game. Here's the 0-1 offering. Swing and a pop-up blooper behind the bag at first. Out goes Aguilar. Fair ball. Albies will score from third, and it's a dunked-in blooper down the right field line for Dansby Swanson. We're nodded at one here in the fifth. So, not again, not Alcantara's doing. The run that he allowed in the fifth inning was 
unearned after Swanson. Adam Duvall walked. Travis Demerit struck out. Ronald Acuna singled with the bases loaded in two outs in the top of the fifth inning. Alcantara got Matt Olson to bounce out to shortstop to end the threat. Halfway home this afternoon, we were in a 1-1 deadlock. Ian Anderson did a really nice job for the Atlanta Braves today. He cruised right through the Marlins in the fifth inning. In the bottom of the sixth, Ian Anderson took the mound again for Atlanta. He walked the leadoff man, Garrett Cooper. Avi Garcia bounced out to third. And with Cooper at second base, it was Brian Anderson's turn at the plate. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Brian Anderson. He swings and hits a line drive, sinking fast, left center field, down for a base hit. The Marlins are going to take the lead. Here comes a throw in towards the plate. It's cut off by Matt Olson. It's a one-out RBI single for Brian Anderson, and it's Miami 2 and Atlanta 1 here in the sixth. And that gave Alcantara a 2-1 lead. Sandy allowed a hit in the sixth inning. That was a one-out, or that was a leadoff single by Marcelo Zuna. Then he walked Travis Darno. The Braves had two on with nobody out in the sixth, but uh, Sandy was able to get out of that after Ozuna was caught stealing. Ozzie Albies popped up in foul territory, and Austin Riley struck out. He worked a relatively uneventful top of the seventh inning. It was 2-1 headed to the bottom of the seventh. Ian Anderson again took the mound to start the seventh for the Braves, but he was pulled after back-to-back leadoff singles by Eric Gonzalez and Jacob Stallings. Gonzalez singled. He then stole second and on the same play took third on an error by Travis Darno. I mentioned Jacob Stallings. He had a chance to provide the Marlins with a little bit of insurance. Here's the 0-1 pitch. He swings. Line drive through the left side. Base hit. And Jacob Stallings has given the Marlins a 3-1 lead. That's a base hit with a runner in scoring position. And that was some insurance the Marlins so desperately needed. They got it, and they got a little bit more later in the inning with Avi Garcia at the plate and a man at third. The pitch is swung on a hit in the air, right field to his left, Demerit. And he makes the catch, and scoring from third base is Jacob Stallings. It's a sacrifice fly for Avi Garcia, and Miami has a 4-1 lead. It was a two-run, three-hit, one-error inning for the Miami Marlins in the bottom of the seventh. They did leave two men on base, but through seven innings this afternoon, the Marlins had themselves a 4-1 advantage. Sandy Alcantara blew through Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, and, and Marcelo Zuna in the eighth inning. The Marlins came up empty, although they did leave two on in the bottom of the eighth. And we would go to the ninth this afternoon. Sandy Alcantara had an opportunity to complete his fourth ever complete game. The inning started with a Travis Darno leadoff double. The Darno double, however, followed an error in foul territory by Jesus Aguilar. You heard JP say Aguilar tried to get a little too cute making the catch, and he flat out dropped the ball. That gave Travis Darno another lease on life in the box. He doubled, and following Darno was Ozzie Albies. Darno's at second. Pitch is ripped down the right field line. That's an extra base hit potentially for Albies. Darno's going to score easily. Albies is headed towards second. Here comes a throw. He slides in head first and safe. It's 4-2 to two now. And after the Ozzie Albies RBI double with nobody out in the top of the ninth to make it 4-2, to two, Sandy Alcantara got Austin Riley to fly out to right field. Ozzy Albies went to third base on the play. And then Dansby Swanson had a chance to pull the Braves just a little bit closer.
No balls and two strikes the count to Swanson. Albies is at third. One away, 4-2 Miami in the ninth. Here's the pitch. Ground ball back up the middle. They got him played perfectly. Dunan has it. Throw to first base. And Aguilar just made up for the error by picking that throw out of the dirt by Joe Dunan. Ozzie Albies scores on the play, but now it's 4-3 Miami with nobody on and two out in the ninth. And you can, for a very brief moment, collect your breath. Sandy... Two outs, top of the ninth, now a 4-3 to three game. It got a little bit dicey in the ninth inning. Following Dansby Swanson, Adam Duvall came to the plate representing the tying run. Sandy Alcantara was trying to put the finishing touches on his fourth ever complete game. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a pop-up. In play, Stallings sheds his mask, makes the catch, and the Marlins beat the Braves 4-3. to three. It gets a little dicey in the ninth. Sandy Alcantara throws 115 pitches, and he needs every last one of them to complete his fourth career complete game. Final score, Miami 4 and Atlanta 3. And the Marlins salvage a game in this three-game weekend set against the Braves. We'll do that was an unbelievable effort by Sandy Alcantara this afternoon. A career-high 115 pitches. He... Goes all nine, allows six hits, three runs. Did not allow an earned run. No earned runs for Sandy Alcantara this afternoon. He started this day with a 2.49 ERA. He finishes with a 2.11, a 2.11 earned run average. And the Marlins find a way to beat the Braves, a game they so desperately needed. The final score, 4-3 to three this afternoon. Sandy Alcantara with a win improves to 4-2, and two, while Ian Anderson, who stepped into the day 3-2, and two, falls to 3-3. Three and three. Obviously no save in it as Sandy Alcantara caps off a wonderful, wonderful day with his fourth ever complete game. Totals from the box score for you this afternoon. Atlanta three runs on six hits and an error and five men left on base. While the Marlins score four runs on eight hits, they commit two errors, both very, very costly here today. They left nine men on base. Alcantara beats Anderson. We started at 143 and finished at 425. Total game time of two hours and 42 minutes in front of 17,908 strong on Sunday Funly, uh, Sunday Funday, a family Sunday here at Lone Depot Park. Alcantara, nine innings, six hits, three runs, nothing earned, two walks and seven strikeouts. Offensively for the Marlins today, Jesus Aguilar was two for four with a double, and Brian Anderson was two for four as well with a double. And Jacob Stallings, another multi-hit performance. He came into the day hitting 300 in his last 10 games. He pads that with two more hits and three trips to the plate this afternoon. 4-3 to three the final score. A terrific, terrific day for the Marlins. They cannot rest here. They improved to 18-22 and 22, while the Braves fall to 19-22. and 22. They do get a day of rest and a travel day tomorrow to Tampa Bay where the Tampa Bay Rays await on Tuesday night. But the Marlins have got to try to keep their foot on the gas pedal and continue to pick up wins. They are hovering near 500. At one point, they had a seven-game winning streak. Of course, since, as you know, it has not been pretty for the Marlins, who came into the afternoon with the worst record in baseball in the month of May, but they get a win, and it was a big one here against the Atlanta Braves this afternoon. Seven strikeouts for the Marlins today, and just for Sandy Alcantara alone, that means that $175 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative. An unbelievable job by Sandy Alcantara, who tosses his fourth career complete game. He does it on 115 pitches. 
He allowed six hits, three runs, nothing earned, two walks, and seven strikeouts. Before we hear from Don Mattingly and Sandy Alcantara, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. Back with the on Marlins Rewind this morning. Unbelievable afternoon in front of 17,908 at Lone Depot Park. Yesterday afternoon, Sandy Alcantara put the finishing touches on his fourth career complete game. Let's first hear from his manager, Don Mattingly, afterwards. Johnny, we'll start with Sandy. Uh, what a game for him today. What did you see from him that allowed him to be so efficient? I mean, his stuff was good all day. It was clean early. You know, he was in the strike zone early. Um, and we've seen a lot of these games like this with him. When he's he's in the zone like that, teams aren't waiting around. You can't wait around with him. Just let him get to two strikes and get strikes on you. So uh, in the zone early, um, I thought he just got out of rhythm a little bit in the fifth, um, you know, with, with the bases. In uh, a little bit of the sixth, the early part of the sixth, I thought the same. He was not quite in his rhythm. And then you could see he kind of hit his gear again at the end of the sixth. And then he just kind of cruised the rest of the way. That's three straight starts for him that he's pitched solid. Do you feel like he finally has found his rhythm this season? Yeah, until we find he doesn't, right? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I think obviously Sandy's throwing the ball good right now. Um, and you just, again, just the same way with the hitters, you want to get you get that momentum, you just want to ride it because you know there's something coming that's going to mess it up. There's going to be a bad one in there somewhere. You just want it to be 10, 12, 15 starts down the road, right? So, uh, yeah, he's throwing the ball good. I uh, can't ask for a whole lot more. Um, so, but hopefully he can just ride that momentum. 103, 103 pitches after eight. I know he's a guy who wants to go nine. Was there a conversation with him before the ninth or just decision to let go? I know it worked, but just conversation there. Well, always in that case, checking with Mel and seeing what, you know, we had him at like 115 before the game. And uh, that we were, pins high gets there. I was not going to let him struggle and get there. And But he was pretty clean all day. It wasn't a lot of, you know, battles he had to go through. Uh, and then just check with him, and he was, yeah, he was fine, hundred percent. How much further <clears throat> would you have let him go in the ninth? Uh, runner, not gonna, let him, not gonna let him lose that game. You know, you don't throw the ball like that and have a chance to lose it. So, but you know, Zach Ricky, I, I asked him one time how he felt in between innings, and he says, "I feel all right, but I'm better than anybody you got down there." And <laughs> when Sandy's out there, you kind of feel like. You kind of feel like uh, he's better than anybody you got down there. So you don't, you don't want to take him out if he's still throwing the ball good. But I'm not going to allow him to you know, lose that game at 118 pitches or something. That's Jazz, just the latest on him. We had heard hamstring tightness. Yeah, yeah. I guess going first to third there uh, in the first. Uh, felt a little something, so we'll, we'll see where that goes. Is that separate from what happened yesterday, or is it sort of? No, separate. Okay. separate. Yesterday was... Uh, Kind of knee contusion uh, got spiked and it was more of a bruise. And today it was different. Uh, offense gets you get some runs with in key situations to be able to get you guys where you need. To be. Yeah, I got what we needed today. Right, we we're able to you know get some get some hits to move runners and 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 get some move some guys across. So um, yeah, it was good to to get those. Our guy threw the ball good. I think he was maybe give up a run last time out. He was throwing the ball good too. So. He's a, he's a different kind of guy to, to deal with because he's, he's kind of a – he's an up-and-down guy, but he's just 
he, he can be all over, but he throws just enough strikes. I, I kind of call it effectively wild feeling when he's pitching. You never get – it's hard to get that guy zoned in. Uh, specifically, the starters have with Eric Gonzalez, leadoff single, steal, then the the knowledge of second to third with the stolen base and the team ball. Just that being able to spark thing where you get to and just what he's brought in the extended playing time he's had to play because of everything we've gone on with the infield injury-wise. Yeah, he's been he's been solid, right? He's played, you know, he's a really good defender. Uh, he's had good at bats. Uh, he's even like, he had a key walk a couple games back. Uh, I, I felt like maybe it was Milwaukee a, a tough tough walk. Um, yeah, his at bats look good, and he's and he's getting his share of hits. So yeah, he's he's been good. Going back to Jazz, just because he had that left hamstring strain last year, they missed time. You guys have been purposely careful giving him days off, just. Is there any concern? Do you, you know, obviously there's a day off tomorrow, but uh, in terms of with him? Well, there's always concern when guys, you know, have hamstrings or feel anything there, or, you know. So, yeah, we'll let medical make decisions on that. We're not, not going to push him onto the field unless medical says he's good. And obviously he weighs in on that. Um, How does that affect him? I think Joe Dunan had never played second base. Unless I'm going crazy, which I could be, but no, you're not. He's played, it, he's played it when we do the shift. <laughs> he's been on that side. But just no. you know, obviously, we saw even pregame. You were watching Bernie and Wendell doing base running. Just how does that affect? You know, there's so many injuries at the moment for the infield. Just how that affects how you go about. You know, it's the next few days, and then Miggy, of course. Well, number number one, like with Bert and and Joey, med- medical drives the the plan. You know, we're not gonna. Just because Jazz has a uh, feeling something, that doesn't mean we push Joey to come back and give him a chance or Bert to come back. So those guys are on their their programs. They're gonna. I, I don't know if we've announced anything, but I know they're gonna go play. Uh, I don't think anybody plays tomorrow, but like Tuesday, Wednesday, or at least at least Tuesday, right? And uh, so and we'll move forward with their program. Then we'll see where where Jazz is. Uh, Miggy was a lot better today. We feel like the day off. That hopefully is in a good spot, and then we move from there. The, he's the fly ball in the fifth. Jesus Sanchez misplayed or fouled one of his gloves. What did you see there? Did he, yeah, I, I haven't. I, I haven't seen a replay. I don't know how close that ball with ball was to the wall. I felt like it was one of those the walls coming things. I don't know that though. That's what, but just from my viewpoint, it looks like it's one of those. He's on the run. Uh, it looks like he's heading towards that wall. It's deep, fairly deep. I don't know how close it is, but. I don't quite know what what happened. I know he, I know he, I thought he caught it, and then next thing you know, it's rolling away. That was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins' four three win over the Atlanta Braves yesterday. Let's hear from Sandy Alcantara, who tossed his fourth career complete game. Sandy, you always say you want to go nine. You got to do it today. How did that feel? Uh, first of all, I'm gonna say thank you, God, for giving me the opportunity. Be outside, be healthy. I mean, yeah, you said it. You know, my mentality all the time is go outside, throw nine in. You know, and I got the opportunity today. Uh, at 103 pitches after eight, did they say anything to you about hey, here's how far you can go, or were you basically saying hey, I'm going out there? Yeah, they always say something, you know. But I'm, I'm keep my mentality positive. You know, I mean, they know that I'm gonna go outside to finish the game. You know, they believe in me and they give me the opportunity. What worked well for you pitch-wise? What was able to make you as effective as you were? Everything. Everything was good tonight. You know, slider, change out, four-seam, two-seam. I mean, I think everything was perfect to compete tonight. At what point do you know when you're going to have a start like you did 
I mean, you don't know, you know, you, you just gotta prepare yourself to go outside competing, you know what I mean? I mean, just prepare like when you got four days to rest and working, you know, but today like today, you know, just prepare myself to be outside today and competing. Uh, three starts in a row going back to, I think, the Arizona, seven innings, one run, eight innings, one run, then the quick game today. Just what does that do for you, especially after maybe a shaky start by your standards to, uh, to string three of these together like this? I mean, when I have bad start, bad start, you know, I mean, I don't feel bad, you know, because I got more opportunity to to keep getting better, to keep competing, you know. I mean, like I told you guys, like a couple of weeks ago, you know, I got back to back, back start, you know, but I've been working so hard to keep getting better, you know, to competing, and I did tonight, and today, that, sorry. That ninth inning, how do you try to regroup after the drop foul ball? How do you get yourself back in the zone? I mean, don't think about it, you know, I mean, you have to make some error, you know, I mean, guy like Aggie, you know, he working so hard to, to cut the ball, to, to make some out, you know, but I don't feel bad, you know, because this is just a game, you know, I mean, you just got a bit of side and throw a perfect pitch after that error. It's a very good Braves lineup, just... You know, how difficult is it to, you know, throw a complete game? That's the first time I think a pitcher's done that in three years against them. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've been aggressive to, today. You know, I mean, I just got to take advantage from that, you know, throw my, my best stuff, my best pitch, sorry, and competing. You know, I mean, they've been aggressive today against me, you know, and I take advantage from that. Uh, working with Jacob Stallings, what was it like today, and then what's it been like? How much has he helped you this season? Uh, a lot. You know, I mean, he came from another team. You know, he tried to know everybody since he came here during the spring training. I mean, I mean, like I said, he just tried to, to know everybody. He, he tried to compete with every pitcher, you know. But I think he's been doing a great job, calling a great game, great pitch, you know, and competing with the pitcher. That was Sandy Alcantara, who tossed 115 pitches and capped it off with his fourth career complete game against the Braves yesterday. The Marlins are off today. It's a travel day to Tampa, but they'll be back at it again tomorrow night against the Rays at 640 when the lefty Shane McClanahan goes opposite of the right-hander Pablo Lopez. He's been sensational for the Marlins this season. It's a 640 first pitch. We'll be on the air at 610 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.